we pray. Father, as we learn at your feet this evening, Father, we ask, O oh God, for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in our hearts. Father, we ask that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. We ask for precision in the delivery of your truth in the name of Jesus. I ask, O oh God, that my, pen, my mouth be as the pen of a ready writer, that I will deliver your word with all precision, with all clarity and understanding in the hearts of every era. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. This month, this is the last meeting for this month. And we've been talking about the leading of the Spirit. Praise God. The leading of the Spirit. Next month, maybe somebody by prophecy knows the theme of next month. Okay. Nobody. Praise God. <laughs> okay, next month, the theme for next month is on prayer and fasting. Praise God. Let's know that that month we'll pray and we'll fast by the grace of God. Amen. Okay. Um, we've been learning on the leading of the Spirit following the guidance of the Spirit of God for our lives. How we can best follow God's guidance for our individual lives. And we've learned a lot this month. We've learned on how to follow the inward witness. We've learned on how to be guided by the Word of God. We've learned on visions, prophecies, dreams, and their interpretations. Praise God. Last week we learned on dreams and interpretations. And so, we'll be wrapping it up with what I title, How to Train Your Human Spirit. Praise God. How to Train Your Human Spirit. If you have any question, if you have any question that maybe you couldn't ask on Thursday, particularly on dreams, you know, just pen it down. I'll get them at the end of this message. And we'll answer them together. Praise God. Did we get that? If we have any questions, just pen it down. How to train your human spirit. You see, we've been learning that the, obviously the general way God speaks to us is through the word of God. By God's word, the will of God is known unto us. In fact, God's word is his will. Praise God. You know, scripture says that if we pray according to his will, he will answer us. How do we know his will? By his word. The word of God is the express intention of God made known to us. And so, we have said that guidance, first and foremost, hinges on the facts placed in God's word for us. Guidance hinges on the facts placed in God's, God has placed in his word for us. But apart from, you know, the general things that are written in the scriptures that guide us, we've also seen that we can be led by the spirit of God in our human spirit. Praise God. We can be led by the spirit of God in our human spirit. Let's open to Romans chapter 8. Romans 8, 
verse 14 and then we'll read verse 16. Are we there? Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? Ah, we're not there. Romans 8, verse 14. If you are there, say I'm there. Okay, we are there. Romans 8, verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the what? They are the sons of God. And we looked at, you know, beginning of the month, we looked at 1 John 3, verse 2. 1 John 3, verse 2. Let's quickly see that. 1 John 3, verse 2. This is just a recap. We'll soon move into what we have for today. 1 John 3, verse 2. Beloved, now are we what? Are we there? 1 John 3, verse 2. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Praise God. Now are we the sons of God. So, if we see in God's word that as many, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? The sons of God. And we also see in the scriptures that we are the sons of God. So, I think it's safe enough for us to say that the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Is that okay? Sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Praise God. If you are a lady, you are in the Son. So you are a Son of God. Praise God. Okay. So, sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. So, we can see that if we have received sonship, we have received the leadership of the Spirit in our lives. The song that the choir sang said, you know, God is walking from my inside to the outside. It's no longer the way it was in the Old Testament. Where it was from the outside to the inside. Do we understand? Now, in Christ, he's walking from within us and he's doing his work through us. That is the work that Christ has done by sending his spirit. Praise God. Praise Jesus. God help us with speed. John chapter 14. Let's go to John 14 verse 17. John 14, 17. I'm just laying the foundation and I want us to really lay it fast. Okay, from verse 16. I'll read. And I'll pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter. Anus paracletus. Praise God. He shall give you another comforter of the same kind that he may abide with you for how long? Praise God. Are we together? And I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you for how long? Now, it's no longer like the Old Testament where the Spirit came upon them for, for service to perform a task. The Spirit of God will come upon Samson to deliver the people of Israel, to fight the Philistines. It's no longer that way. He has sent his spirit to dwell in us forever, to remain, the spirit that remains. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Verse 17, it says, Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because he seeth him not, neither knoweth him, 
but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Praise God. Jesus has said it, that he will not leave us comfortless. That is why he has sent his spirit to dwell inside of us. Praise God. So the spirit of God is now in the believer. How many believers do we have here? Let's say together, the spirit of God is in me. Praise God. The spirit of God is in us. Is in us to guide us. Where is the spirit of God in us? In our human spirit. The spirit of God now dwells in our human spirit. And the leadership of the spirit can be experienced by every believer. Everybody who has come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus can be led or is actually even led by the spirit. He either knows it or not. Well, the Spirit of God leads sons of God. Praise God. So every believer is led. Now, the believer may not recognize the leading of the Spirit and walk outside the leading of the Spirit. But that doesn't mean the Holy Ghost is not performing that work that he has been sent to, to bring us into all truth, to bring us into the fullness of Christ. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Now, the Holy Ghost now dwells in our human spirit. He resides inside our human spirit. Now, eh, if, you, if you are going to check the spirit of a man, of a believer, you find out that the same characteristics eh, that the Holy Spirit has is the same characteristics that have been made alive in the spirit of that believer. Why? Because if you read Ezekiel 36, we may not have to go there because of time. You see that when the Holy Ghost, when we receive the Lord Jesus, what happened? He said, I will give you a new spirit. A new spirit. You know, in Titus 3, he calls it regeneration. Praise God. A new spirit. A recreated spirit. And that's what Jesus was telling Nicodemus and said, you know, if a man, except a man be born again, he shall not see the kingdom. Praise God. So, we are now born again. Why? Because we are now born of the Spirit. Praise God. Are we understanding what I'm saying this evening? Are we? Are, okay, praise God. If you are following me, say I'm following you. Okay. Praise God. So, we are now born of the Spirit. That's why we accept, you know, we, are, we say, I am born again. Okay, let's just look at that quickly. John chapter 3, from verse 4. John 3, verse 4. Okay, let's start from 3. I'll read. Jesus answered and said unto them. Okay, let's read from this. Jesus said unto him, How can a man be born? Oh, sorry, Nicodemus, verse 3. Verse 3. John 3, 3, okay. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. 4. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Verse 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water 
and the spirit or and of the spirit i'll get to that he cannot enter into the kingdom of god stop there praise god now the kjv i think this king james version when you see some words in italics because of i think it's digital so it's in brackets if you are using a normal kjv bible some words are in italics those words were not in the original they were put there by translators to help our understanding of what the writer is saying now in that scripture when he says except a man be born of water and the spirit praise god actually in the original in the greek manuscript you it's, it's something like this except a man be born of water the spirit he cannot enter the kingdom of god praise god praise god now, if you check through scriptures, there's no time to check all that. But if we check through the Old Testament and New Testament, we'll see that water, the Holy Ghost, is used, or water is used to symbolize the Holy Ghost. In the Old Testament, Ezekiel 47, even in the New Testament, Jesus said, Out of your bellies shall f- flow what? Rivers of living water. He said, He said this to them because the Holy Ghost had not yet been given. Praise God. Praise God. So, Except a man be born of water, the spirit. Do we understand that now? Do we all get that? All right. Except a man be born of water, which is the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom. Now, in Romans 8, let's go back to Romans 8. Romans 8. Maybe this is the last meeting, so we need to explain everything explainable. So that nobody will ever be confused on the leading of the Spirit. Romans 8, verse... Okay, let's start from verse... Verse 4. It says that the righteousness of the law might be revealed in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are... For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For the carnal minded is dead, but the spiritually minded is life and peace. Seven. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither it is can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. See nine. For ye are not in the flesh, but what? But in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Praise God. So, if you claim to be a believer, that means you have the Spirit of God living in you. How do we know that? Ephesians 1.13. Ephesians 1.13. I know I'm very fast, but just follow me. Ephesians 1.13. 13, 13, not 14. It says, In whom ye also trusted. Let's read together. In whom ye also trusted. Let's read together. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were what? Sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. So the Holy Ghost dwells in the believer. Praise God. Now, the Holy Ghost coming to the believer brought life to that spirit that was deemed to be spiritually dead. So the life of God entered into your spirit and your spirit became alive your spirit became sensitive to the living god praise god so the believer now has a spirit 
that is no longer a dead spirit. Mind my words, dead. You know, spirit does not do not die, but dead in the sense that it's no more distant from God. The life of God has given life and light to the spirit of a believer. So the human spirit itself. That is why the Holy Ghost now comes to abide inside our human spirit. And how do we receive the guidance of the Spirit of God? Through our human spirit. Praise God. Praise God. I think I've laid that foundation. So, our human spirit is the channel by which we can be led. Or we are led by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. 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 Our human spirit is a channel by which we are led by the Holy Ghost. Now, you see, if you do not learn to train your human spirit, if you do not learn how to have your human spirit more sensitive to the Holy Ghost, you will not produce, it will be as though the Holy Ghost does not lead you. It will be as though you are always confused, you don't know what to do. But the leadership of the Spirit of God, you know, flows more or seems to flow more in the lives of those who have learned how to be conscious of their own spirit. Of their own spirit. Praise God. You know, we are, we are particularly in this age, we are tempted so much to be conscious of our bodies, right? Our bodies. We are conscious of our bodies. And that's why we're fine to lose. Praise God. Okay, we all had our baths today. We are conscious of our bodies. Now, we also are so conscious of our soul, the area where our emotions, our will, our intellect resides. We are conscious of that. But many of us have not learned how to be conscious of our spirit. Praise God. All the work that we receive out of God, most times will come from within, not from outside. Now, you know, I was, I was in the meeting and, you know, somebody said, the pastor said something, he said, there is the well, praise God, and then there is rain. Now, when there is no rain, what do you do? When, when there is no rain, and we say, Lord, we need the outpouring of your spirit, and there is no rain, what do we do when we have a well in our house? We fetch from the well. If the water in the well is seeming to be small, if you have a pump, you, right, you pump and then more water will come out of the ground. Praise God. I think that naturally is an example of the believer's spirit. The believer's spirit is the well out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of your belly, your belly there is your spirit shall flow rivers of living water so even when it seems as though things are not happening from outside externally we can stir up the pump within us and always receive guidance from the holy ghost praise god praise jesus now the question is how can we train our human spirit? The first thing, you know, let's go to First John four. First John four. First John four. Let's start from 
verse 1. 1 John 4, verse 1. Let's read together. 1 John 4, verse 1. 1. Okay. Beloved, believe not every spirit. Did you see that? Beloved, believe not every spirit. But try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. You know, I saw this scripture that I've never done recently. Believe not every spirit. How do you give spirits oppression? By believing in them. Praise God. Praise God. How do you give spirits oppression? How do you give a demonic spirit full chance to operate? By believing in the activity of that spirit. Praise God. Do we understand that? Do we understand that? Now, how do we give our spirits full operation? By believing in our spirits. Spirits can be believed in. And our spirit has received the essence of the eternal life of the Father. The power of an endless life. That is what has come into the recreated human spirit that has got him born again. That has got him born again. So, we should now change our consciousness. Praise God. That's the first way we train our human spirit. By changing our consciousness. You don't approach things feeling or seeing yourself under the radar. I'm under. Praise God. You know, and you, you talk about how the things are not easy for you. You know what you are doing? You are not believing in the recreation that has happened in your spirit. Because the recreation that has happened in your spirit has made... The, 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 the recreated spirit of the believer is bigger than the world in itself. <laughs> Praise God. Let, let me sh- an example is the story of the madman at gatherings. He had how many people, how many demons in him? Eh? Legions. Now, that man was not born again. Imagine, a demon is a spirit, Abi. He now had how many? Battalions of, and a demon, you know how powerful a demon is. He had battalions in his human spirit. His human spirit could contain legions of demons. Praise God. Do we, do we get what I'm saying? His human spirit could contain legions of demons how much more the recreated spirit of a believer having the holy ghost hallelujah there is so much that we can do but we need to know that in our spirit lies that strength that is in god himself to do it john 3:16 john 3:16 says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but shall what? Shall have eternal life. Some versions say everlasting life. That word eternal life in the Greek is the word zoe. Actually, it doesn't mean longevity. Longevity is part of eternal life. But the essence of that word used in John 3.16 is the life of God. Praise God. Whosoever shall believe shall what? Receive the life of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever shall believe shall not perish but shall have the life of God. Praise God. Shall have the life of God. The life of God is in the recreated spirit of the believer. 
it is there. So, that spirit is bigger than any challenge. That spirit is where we receive the leading of the Holy Ghost. That's why when we're talking of following the inward witness, the witness is not something spooky. It's us receiving from the Holy Ghost what signals in our spirit and acting on them. Praise God. Praise God. First Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians chapter 2. From verse 9. Praise God. Praise God. I'll read. For, but as it is written, I had not seen, nor ear heard. Let's read together. I had not seen, nor ear heard. Let's read together. I had not seen, nor ear heard. Neither have it entered into the heart of man, the things which God had prepared for them that love him. Next verse. But God had revealed them unto us by his word. Now, let's watch. For the spirit... Searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Next verse. For what now? Let's let's pay attention to this. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him? Praise God. The spirit of a man. We didn't see that. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him? Now, if you've read the story of Lazarus and the rich man, how many of us have read that story? That par- now, I, 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 you know, that story, I believe, is not a parable because that's the only. Jesus did not say, and I speak a parable unto you, saying, in that story, that's one. Secondly, in all the parables of Jesus, Jesus never mentions names. Is that not so? But in that story, he mentions names. He mentions the name of Lazarus and mentions Abraham. Praise God. Now, in that story, the rich man and Lazarus, they were buried in the sands of Israel, right? What we see, it now says that, and if you can help me project that, that's, um, can picture, if you can get it and just put it up on the screen. And it said that the rich man was in hell and Lazarus was where? Are we together? Lazarus was where? Abraham's bosom. Now, he said, and the rich man looked up and said, Father Abraham. Praise God. How did he know that was Father Abraham? His spirit. (laughs) He said the rich man looked up. With what? Eyes. But I thought his eyes were in the grave. Praise God. Have we, have we gotten there? Please, if you find that scripture, please put it up for me. He said also that, you know, he said, he told um, Father Abraham, he said, please tell Lazarus to dip his hand and what? And cool my, don't we know that story? And cool my tongue. What tongue? I thought his tongue was in the grave. We are not together. Praise God. Praise God. Your spirit is as real as your human body that we are seeing. 
That's why scripture says that spiritual things are eternal, but physical things are temporal. Praise God. The things of the spirit, even of our human spirit, have an eternal nature. That's why the human spirit does not die. If it gets alive by believing in Jesus, it goes to heaven. But if not, it will still go to hell and live eternally. Praise God. Praise Jesus. So the spirit, your spirit is as real as your body. Praise God. Now, what is causing whether or not you are living in all that is in your spirit is your consciousness, first and foremost. Your consciousness. How conscious are you of the fact that you have the recreated spirit with the Holy Ghost living inside of you? Praise God. Praise God. Okay. Maybe we should say verse 20. Go to verse 22. Verse 22. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man died and was buried. You see, they were buried. Verse 23. And in hell, he lift up his which eyes? Spirit. <laughs> Praise God. Being in torment, stared Abraham afar off. How did he know? The spirit, what knoweth the spirit, the, the things of a man, save the spirit which is in him. Praise God. Let's just stop there. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9. Sorry, verse 11. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 11. Some of us are now becoming conscious already of the fact that you are spirit. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. Man is a spirit. Let's say together, I'm a human. I'm a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. The body is not me. The body is my house. I am a spirit. Praise God. You know that. You are, you, you are an eternal being. Praise God. For what knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Praise God. That's why, you know, when I was sharing on dreams, we said that dreams are most times your spirit telling you something that is going to happen. Most times because... You are not conscious during the day at all of your human spirit. So, it has to wait. your spirit has to wait till you are asleep and tell you, brother, something is coming. No? Praise God. But it doesn't have to be like that. We can live conscious of our human spirit. We can live conscious of the dominion that has been placed by the life of God in our spirit. The human spirit conquers every circumstance. The human, recreated human spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. We are not responding. Praise Jesus. Now, let's open to Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. Proverbs 20, verse 27. And then I'll just round up. Proverbs 20, verse 27. The spirit of a man is what? The candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. 
The spirit of the man is the what? Candle. What does candle do? What's the use of candle? Illumination. To bring light. Now, the spirit of the man is the candle of the Lord. What knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of a man which is in him? Praise God. The spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord that you search and search and you know this is coming. That is coming. Praise God. You don't have to be caught unawares in everything in life because you have the recreated human spirit. Your spirit knows the next 10 years of your life. So how much you fellowship, not just with the Holy Ghost, even with your own spirit. You know, take some time to just meditate on your spirit. Because the life of God is there. Praise God. You know why the rich man in hell could just know that it was Lazarus? There was nothing earthly. There was nothing physical. There was no flesh. There was nothing. It was just the spirit. So the spirit was at full gear at that point. It can be at full gear now. It will train our human spirit. How do we train our human spirit? First, we've learned to be conscious. To be conscious. Praise God. Praise Jesus. You know, studying God's word also, spending time to study the scriptures, particularly studying what has been given unto us in Christ. There's something does to your spirit. By the time your mind is aware, because everything that has been given to us in Christ is where in us. Praise God. Where in us is all the inheritance that we have in Christ. That's why Paul now prays that the eyes of our what? Understanding the soul be enlightened to know what has been given to us in our spirit. Praise God. So, as we spend time to study God's word and receive revelation, we better understand the things that have been deposited in our human spirit. Praying in tongues also. Isaiah 28 verse 11. Isaiah 28 verse 11. Isaiah 28 verse 11. It says, For with stammering lips and another tongue, will he speak to these people? Verse 12. To whom he said, This is what? The rest. Wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing. Yet they will not hear. What is the refreshing? With stammering lips and another tongue. Praise God. You see, when you spend time praying in tongues, you get into that place of the rest that God has placed positionally for you as a believer. You start experiencing it. What scripture says, the peace of God has surpassed understanding. For, you know, for many of us, that's theory. There is actually the peace of God. Where problems we have when you are like this. You can't, you can't see any problem. Because God's peace is in us. You know, as we devote ourselves to praying in tongues, praying in the spirit, we'll see that happen. Praise God. Praise God. You see, your words are so important. You know, scripture says life and death lie in the power of the tongue. You know, when you keep confessing that you are down, ah, I'm just down and tired. Ah, my head. Ah, I feel like plucking this head away. Praise God. Ah, I seem defeated. You know, those words eh, are negating what God has done in your spirit. 
And so as you keep saying those words that are not of faith, you keep allowing the devil. You keep believing all that spirit. The spirit of fear. Praise God. He said, believe not every spirit, right? You keep believing all that spirit. You are not believing your own spirit. You are believing the spirit of fear. You are believing the spirit of laziness. When you say things like, I'm lazy, I don't just know, that's my problem. Praise God. Praise God. As we, as we tune our words, because with, the, with our mouth, we'll draw from our hearts. With our mouth, we'll draw from our hearts, from our spirit, the deposit that is in us. So that's why our words are very important. Our words are very important. Praise God. I'll close with this, Psalm 126. Psalm 126. Psalm 126. 26, 126. I want us to read these scriptures together. 126. Okay. Praise God. Let's read it together. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then our mouth was filled with what? And our tongue with what? You know, we've done the singing part and we've been singing you know, since the service began. Then said, they among the hidden, the Lord had done great things for them. Did you see the sequence? When our mouths were filled with laughter and our tongue with singing, the hidden answered, the Lord had done great things for them. You see, you don't have to stay down. When evil happens, you know, you lend your tongue to singing, to your song. Not as I'm battling on this road. No, not those kinds of songs. You lend your tongue to the song of victory. Amen. You lend your tongue to the song of excellence. And he says something else. You lend your mouth to laughter. Before the hidden saw and said, God had done great things, they lent their mouth to laughter. You will know how. You will learn that with laughter, with a shout of joy, you will draw out the victory that is in you. You will draw out the victory that is in you. Praise God. I remember one day, you know, I, I was not feeling well and I just came from the hospital. I was feeling so sick. And I said, no. God's word says, by his stripes I'm healed. So I did something. I took a good dose of laughter. I started laughing. Ha, 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 ha. I'm healed by his stripes. Was I healed? I was healed. Praise God. Praise God. Let's rise up on our feet. Hallelujah. You know, scripture says with joy shall you draw out of the wells of salvation. With joy. You know, I, I sensed this when I was preparing for this meeting. There are many of us who are going through crossroads in our lives. If we lend our mouth to laughter and to that sound of victory, we will see the Red Sea open for us. Praise God. We will see a way opened in the wilderness and we will see water. 
if we will lend our tongue to victory, our mouths to laughter. I said, Why are you laughing? That's stupid. Uh-uh. What's, what's exciting you? The victory I have in my spirit is exciting me. Praise God. Praise God. Praise Jesus. So I'm not right here. If you don't think that this is to be the God's word to be, they lent their tongue to laughter. And the heathen said, What great things God had done for them. What great things God had done for them. We're going to take a song. And, you know, as we take that song, I want some of us to lend those our lips to rejoice. Praise God. We want to rejoice out of our situations. This is the end of this month. We've been learning, we've been learning and teaching. We want to rejoice out of everything that has held us down. Praise God. Hallelujah. There is a river flowing in me. I draw joy from the world Revival of love never wells. I draw rejoice from the world There is a river. There is a river flowing in me. I draw rejoice from the world It's a river of love. There is a river, there is a river flowing in me. I draw joy from the well we It's a river of love, There is a river, there is a river flowing in me. I draw, I draw, I draw from the well It's a river of love, and I draw, I Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. I want us to take rejoicing into the camp of the enemy and the hidden will say, What great things the Lord has done for them. What great things the Lord has done for them. Hallelujah. Do I have people rejoicing in this place? Hallelujah. <laughs> ah. Hallelujah. I want us to lend our tongues to laughter. Ha 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 ha. Oh, glory to God. Ha 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 ha. We rejoice and we laugh at the devil. 
sent to the devil. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. We are victorious. There's someone near you. You have a lung infection. You are healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, just take a good laugh. You know, you have a pain in your body. <laughs> time to take a good laugh. That's our medicine. Praise God. Praise God. A merry heart make it good medicine for the body. That's what God's word says. We'll take a good laughter and our victory over the devil, over the activities of the enemy. Praise God. Somebody here, you, in your left side, you have a pain in your chest. It is gone in the name of Jesus. Someone also, your left eye, you know, it seems like that left eye is reddish. It has been itching you, your left eye. It is healed now in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. I want us to take a good laughter. Hallelujah. Let's go. There is a flowing in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Health and wealth, joy, we joy. There is a river, there is a river flowing in me. I joy, we joy, where we do. River of love, health and wealth, joy, we joy, where we do. There is a river flowing in me. I joy, we joy.